Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. This is two weeks in a row. Do you realize that? I'm getting back into the groove. Hopefully that's cool with you. Uh, what have I been up to? I will tell you one thing that I did that's kind of unusual. I'm guessing there's a lot of other people that did this too. I went out and saw Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, I saw it on the huge screen. So it wasn't just like the regular. It was like the IMAX, but it was some other brand, but it's basically the same thing. And uh, it was good. I, I actually didn't think while I was sitting there watching, uh, eating my dots, got myself some dots, which actually I, I almost immediately regretted. <laughs> it's been a long time since I had any candy at the movies. It's been a long time since I've been to the movies at all. And I was like, you know, I used to like dots. I'm going to try those. But you know what? If you haven't had something that you used to like for a really long time, it's not always as good as you remember. Have you ever had that experience? I could have had like five and been satisfied. Like, oh yeah, that's what it was like. But they're all gooey and got all the teeth. And I was like, eh, I could pass on that. But anyways, I'm sitting there in the movie and I'm thinking this is pretty good, but I didn't fully appreciate how good I actually thought it was until I was out of the movie. And I was processing it, talking with other people. It was nice to see a film like this that was not super political. That was sort of like patriotic, or I'd say like very patriotic, uh, it just, it was a feel good movie that wasn't trying to really like push an agenda or anything. And that was nice. It was a good distraction. What's crazy was, you know, this theater is one of those theaters that's got the crazy loungy chairs. They're supposed to be really comfy and you hit the button and the feet like kick out so you can chill out. And I think they had like kind of a restaurant with some extra food. I didn't try any of the food other than the dots, and I accidentally hit the heated seat button, just like in your car, <laughs> but I didn't realize because it was so dark, and uh, I don't know, th there was a button in the middle, and I was like, hmm, I don't know what I just clicked, but after a while, this is luckily towards the end of the movie, when I was putting my legs down, uh, I was like, I'm getting hot, and then I realized, you know, they should have put in like a massage function or something, like that would have been better, also like in a car. But no, it was a heated seat. And I guess sometimes movie theater gets a little cold. I, it's not something I would have built in, uh, especially if you're going to accidentally click it. But it was an adventure. That's pretty pathetic because it's just going to the building and watching a, a, a movie. But <laughs> it was nice to get out and do that because it's been so long. It hasn't really been anything I've really wanted to see either. So, And also, they showed the trailer for the next Mission Impossible, another Tom Cruise. And uh, that looked pretty good, too, honestly. So this is Friday. Just today, I did publish the latest video. It's called Make the Apple Pencil Extra Worth It. It's got apps, accessories, tips uh, for everybody out there that likes the iPad content on the channel. That's for you. You're going to like it, hopefully. I really debated uh, whether I should make this video, and, and I put my like mental process right in the video. Uh, I, so instead of just like doing the typical introduction stuff, I sort of had these cut scenes where it was me and then like a voiceover narration where I'm sort of like thinking things over. I edited out a lot of that stuff to help the video flow a little bit more, but I put in there, you know, right at the beginning, there's so many videos like this. It's crazy how flooded this space has become. And uh, honestly, how many copycats there are out there. When I was looking at other videos on the Apple Pencil, I saw a bunch that were just all stating the exact same things. And so I really debated, do I want to make this video? Because, you know, I've had it in the back of my head, making an Apple Pencil video for a while. But, uh, you know, I wanted to be able to add something. And I don't feel like every channel out there is really adding a lot. 
to these topics. They're just snagging views and saying the same thing. And uh, I, I was surprised because there was a handful of videos that were all basically parroting each other and they still had decent view counts. So I really did debate this, whether I even wanted to make something here. But as you can see in the video, my mental process said, let's, let's give it a whirl. Let's, let's give it a spin. And uh, so I put a few things that I knew I hadn't seen in any other videos kind of right at the beginning, just to, you know, kind of prove the point. Like, yes, there is more to share here. Some of it from my personal experience, um, some of it from doing some deep research, if you can believe it. Uh, cause I really tried to dig out some, some stuff that was different than what you're seeing when you're getting recommended these same videos. I like to give you a little bit of an insight, some insight into, you know, what it's like on this side of the camera. And so right now, as this thing de debuts, it's a Friday, not always the best day for me to publish, but, uh, I always figure if it's a good video, it's going to do good. And if it's not, if it doesn't resonate, it's not. And it really doesn't matter what time I publish, I feel like. And sometimes I even publish when I would not really think it's a good time to publish just to sort of test that theory out and see how's this video going to do. And if it can overcome, you know, publishing at a bad time, then it really has something to it. There's some substance there. So I went ahead and published it. It's been about two and a half hours right now. It's ranking four out of 10. Uh, the views are slightly up, uh, compared to normal. Now, if I, if I do anything in the top that ranks the top five videos, I'm pretty happy. Um, and the higher you get up until the top three, you know, uh, then I'm, I'm that much more happy because usually those videos go on to have somewhat of an extended lifetime with some, uh, long tail views as I sort of think of them, it, you know, and certainly the top like one, two, and three, if you can get into that, usually that's a, a really good sign. Cause you kind of have these tent pole videos that sort of float the channel and subsidize the other ones that are experimental and don't really do as well. Like the one last week, you know, you, you know, I was like really excited about that one. And, uh, the audience wasn't, it, uh, it wasn't a typical video for the channel, which is too bad, you know, cause it's something that is important. It's important for people to be able to take care of themselves. And that comes, you know, to finances too, in particular, you got to get your stuff in order, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a video that I think is important. And, and though it's getting low, views for my channel I'm, I'm happy to have it up there so that people can you know at least it's available and i can point to it i guess i'll just say that but so this one's four out of ten though this week that's good that's promising and i suspect it may climb a little bit as things go it's getting some good feedback um just i'm looking at the comments to, to share with you but uh it's funny people always ask me like someone just asked what's the tip that you featured in the video the apple pencil tip well it's linked in the description and i mentioned that in the video too i don't know if people just don't realize you know, if I talk about something, I try to link it up in the description because uh, I did feature an interesting Apple Pencil replacement uh, tip in this video, which actually turns it into more of like a ballpoint pen feeling thing. It's really interesting to write with. It's very different. You, you wouldn't think it'd make a big deal, but it really does glide differently than the default Apple Pencil tips or nibs, whatever they are. And uh, even with the paper like on there. And, you know, I did break down a little bit too some of my further thoughts on the paper like here uh, instead of just talking about it because I was talking about accessories and it is one of my favorite accessories. But people are like, how can you put that on on your screen? That's the 12.9 inch iPad Pro screen. It's supposed to be the screen for HDR content. So I talked about that, my philosophy there. So you can check that out. So Anthony, somebody named Anthony, they said 
this was absolutely fantastic. Appreciate that, Anthony. Uh, nice video. That's good feedback, too. Christian, uh, unfortunately, he says his three-month-old golden retriever spent a good 10 minutes chewing on his Apple Pencil when he was in the shower. <laughs> Thankfully, it still works. That's kind of crazy. He's uh, hopefully waiting for a new one to come out. Cheers from San Diego. Thanks for watching, Christian. I really appreciate this comment from Richard. You know, these comments, they matter. And by the way, I uh, for all the good comments, I, I do get negative comments, and I already had to block somebody on the channel this morning uh, for something stupid that was said. But like this one, you know, from Richard, he said, this YouTuber, is that a word? Yes, it is. Jam-packs the most info into the least amount of time. No time filler fluff, just jam-packed information. I really appreciate this comment because I worked really hard to do that, and I can't claim to really understand the YouTube algorithm all that well. I feel like there are other YouTubers who really hack stuff together, and um, it almost comes down to like doing anything for views, sort of. You know, I feel like you have these older YouTubers. I feel like I was kind of like the third or fourth wave of of tech YouTubers that came out, and you have these older personalities that they were just there earlier and and got so well known and so famous so quickly they can put out a video on just about anything and they're set right it's going to do really well i'm in this wave where you really have to fight hard to get views and i see other people who are in this wave or even a, a, a wave that came after me or a little before too and they are trying to risk just really follow every little trend and uh and just really artificially almost hold your attention capture your attention i feel like i still kind of go a little bit old school which is just trying to provide as much useful information as possible and that I, more than anything is what i really tried to do here so this this comment really uh encapsulates what i did try to do in this video and, and it's meaningful to me that somebody recognizes that and appreciates it and uh somebody else here neuro boy says awesome video after watching it i'm gonna use my apple pencil more thanks you know and that's cool that's what it's really all about for me too because in a way you guys that are watching my content you're like my customers and i have to make something useful for you or that that's worth something for you to trade time for and if it's going to help you get more out of these products that are not cheap you know apple stuff's pretty expensive then that's, that's good. That makes me feel good too. So I'm glad that we have some early signs that this video is resonating with everybody. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it's going to be, <laughs> it's good to get some back up on the channel. Cause you know, I had COVID for that week and then this last video didn't get, do good and just uh, full transparency. Like that does put a, a ding in your views and your AdSense, and I'm not worried about it, you know, but you know, it's a setback when, when something like that happens. And thankfully I'm at the point, as I explained in the video before this one, where if, you know, if my whole YouTube channel disappeared overnight, I'd be okay. Uh, I wouldn't want that to happen. I'm not rooting for it to happen, but I've been very careful. We have here at the company to diversify our revenue streams and stuff. So, you know, I'm traveling out to California to Cupertino, flying into the San Jose airport there for WWDC on Sunday. Um, so I'll be there just a little bit ahead of schedule. And I've already been talking to some of the other YouTubers that are going to be out there. And I asked in the chat when I premiered the video this morning, I said, well, I'm going to be out there. What, what do you guys want to see? You know, do you just want a reaction video to who you want, like a tour of, you know, what's my experience going to the Steve Jobs theater? Would that be interesting? Cause you know, last time I was in Cupertino, it's been a while. I did a tour of the visitor center and that was very, probably was like 600,000 views or something, you know? So I know people like that, like, what's it like to be there? So 
you know, let me know what you guys want to see. I also said, it's not something I typically do when I go to an event, um, is do like the interview thing and, and ask the other YouTubers. Cause I feel like everybody does that, but I got a lot of feedback that that's what people wanted to see, you know, Chris interacting with other YouTubers. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but give me your feedback somewhere, Twitter, uh, leave me a comment on the channel. Let me know what you guys want to see. But I did want to see, uh, I've been looking at some of the, this is a good time, you know, a couple days before the event to look at the rumors and see what might be coming and kind of not really make predictions, but, but give some early reactions to the possible rumors. I will say the rumor that has me the most excited is the rumor about the iPad having improved multitasking. So I'm reading here from a, an article and saying iPad OS 16 could come with better multitasking functionality. This improvement is said to make the tablet operating system more competitive against laptops. The move is expected to make iPad OS more than just a large screen version of iOS. This is exciting for me for a lot of reasons. This may even be, if I had to guess, one of the reasons why I'm being invited me personally, because again, everyone thinks that this is an iPad channel right now. You know, I've been calling for wanting to be able to see at least three apps on the screen at a time if I want to without slide over. Right now you can have two with slide over. I would really like to see three apps, even if they're smaller, like like skinny little things, three or four apps on the screen so I can drag and drop between stuff. I would love that. I don't know if they're gonna go, you know, full tiled window, you know, style here, kind of like on the Mac or Windows. I'm not sure that I'm really excited about that. If I, I would like to see them do something more iPad centric, I know a lot of people would disagree with that. You know, I can do that on my Mac. So if I really want that, I'll, I'll get the Mac. It would be cool to see something that's more geared towards the iPad specifically. And I would, if I had to guess, I would think Apple would probably go down that route. You saw probably maybe if you did see my video comparing Samsung's big, huge tablet to the big, huge iPad. I talked about multitasking on that and what that was like and how there's some interesting things there that the iPad can't do. I think this is a logical place for Apple to make life better, enhance the iPad experience is, is in multitasking. So I'm really excited to see what that's like if it, if it actually happens. Another thing is um, people are saying uh, iOS 16 is going to get a more advanced lock screen. That's interesting. Um, it's not like world changing. I don't think uh, it's, probably going to be something like an always on screen with maybe some widgets, you know, or, or something. And another thing that we're hearing is that Apple might actually be redesigning or redoing several of their in-house Apple apps. So if these are the heavy hitters, the stuff that really gets used a lot, maybe mail, maybe messages, maybe notes, that could be pretty cool. That could be interesting. You know, things tend to get a little stale over time. And when it's familiar and it just works, that's good. And sometimes people get so used that they don't like the changes. I'm thinking about Safari, right? <laughs> when the latest version of Safari on iOS and iPadOS came out, people were like, I don't know if I like it. But, you know, notes, it could certainly use um, some extra new features, uh, maybe mail. So, you know, if, if that happens, that could be cool. There's a rumor that the messages app could come with some kind of social network-like functionality. Don't know what that means, what it would look like. Apple isn't a perfect company, right? I really like Apple's hardware. Uh, I'm not always as excited about Apple's services. And the apps kind of blur the line. If you mix in social networking stuff into messages, it's a big Pandora's box. It's not often that Apple debuts hardware or announces hardware at WWDC, it does happen from time to time. Sometimes it's good stuff. So it's possible we could see some M2 hardware 
debut here at WWDC or get announced. Maybe a new MacBook Air with the M2. Maybe a new MacBook Pro. If that's true, I'm going to cancel the one I just got, and I might even get the new one even sooner <laughs> if I get on that like immediately. It's also very possible that, and I say very possible, let's just say it's possible, right? That Apple could talk about AR and VR stuff, maybe like an actual headset. And that would be interesting. I'm very fascinated by what could happen there uh, with like a virtual setup. You know, instead of having an actual monitor, you kind of have a virtual monitor that can fit on your whole wall. That'd be pretty cool, you know? I, I don't know. Um, the rumors have been saying for a while Apple's really not interested in a metaverse, uh, persistent metaverse type of thing like what Facebook's wanting to do where you just jump into this virtual world and you're stuck there for as long as they can keep you there. You know, the rumors are that Apple wants you to just kind of have these short sprints, you know, of time where you're wearing or interacting with the VR side of things. I don't know about the AR. So I don't know. We'll just have to see what develops. This definitely could be um, a really big thing. And in five or 10 years, people may not even really, they'll be like, remember the iPhone when that was like the thing? And at this point, it's life cycle. The iPhone is so old. It's so expected. It's just a part of life. When I started the channel, you know, a new iPhone uh, was still like really exciting. And these days, it's just pretty routine, you know, it's kind of mundane. So Apple as a company could definitely benefit from a huge new, uh, just a new category that can bring in lots of excitement from people, new apps and experiences. It's going to happen one of these years, one of these days. Not sure if this is going to be it. Going back to iPadOS though. So this is going to be iPadOS 16. I, I do think that it would be smart for Apple to, because it's clear at this point, right? That they are not going to make the iPad, I think, more and more Mac-like necessarily and, and vice versa. There's always a little bit of overlap, but I think it's clear uh, from universal control that they want them to be unique and separate and work better together, be enhanced by each other, almost like one is an accessory for the other. I would expect then for Apple to make iPadOS 16 to, to drop in more features that um, are just iPad only or iPad centric. Differentiating, that's the word I'm looking for. Stuff that helps differentiate iPadOS, not only from macOS, but also from iOS. I think that is a key distinguishing thing that needs to happen too. It'd be great if the iPad, especially its operating system, really didn't feel like it was just this fork of the phone and now we have this bigger phone. I, it really needs to be its own thing. You can also sneak some interesting things into the word of multitasking, right? When you dock your iPad to, or you connect it to an external display, what happens? Right now, not a whole lot. And this is a big sticking point. People have been like, I really want to do something with my external monitor. Apple just came out with a still expensive, but uh, not nearly as expensive as their top of the line monitor display. And they probably want to sell some more of those. Can they sell them to iPad centric users uh, or iPad only people? How are you going to do that? You have to address what happens when you plug into a monitor. And maybe there's different kinds of multitasking that can happen there when you plug in the iPad to a monitor. I don't know. That could sneak in under the multitasking framework. Because that's one of the things that I pointed out several times in a lot of my videos. Like, well, on the Mac, being able to have on an ultra-wide display like five windows open and be able to see them all, plus what's on my actual computer screen that's hooked up, uh, that is unique to the Mac right now. That's that's really something that uh, would make a power user want to 
you know, purchase that over an iPad. So I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about that too. And it could be that only when it's docked to a monitor, wouldn't this be interesting? Only when you hook it up to a monitor, do you get the floaty windows where you can resize them, move them around. Hmm. That's interesting. We're going to have to revisit and, and see if that actually happened after this is done. There was an article that pointed out when it was talking about uh, Mac OS 13, you know, there's been some rumors, maybe the next California landmark that Apple would name this after be mammoth. Well, number one, mammoths are extinct. Does Apple want to associate that with that? Probably not, but maybe they don't care. But also mammoth has to do with, you know, if you say this is mammoth, well, mammoth is big also, right? So are you setting things up for people to expect mammoth expectations or Maybe you're just putting too much expectation there, massive expectations by calling it mammoth. So oftentimes when this thing actually lands, people are like, okay, there's one or two things that are kind of cool, but you fire up your operating system after the update and it looks the same, right? And it mostly works the same. So I don't know, you don't want to set expectations too high. There's gonna be cool stuff. It is sort of the same old, same old too every year after the, sh the shine of all the fresh new features you kind of realize like, okay, I'm going to use that like a small percentage of the time. And basically I'm just here for the workhorse things that I do all the time. Anyways, I saw that, uh, the system preferences on the Mac was supposedly going to get an overhaul to look more like the settings app on iOS. Oh, here, uh, you know, so let's talk a little bit more about watch OS nine. I know I'm skipping all over the place, but you know, this is interesting for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I haven't been wearing an Apple watch and it's been weird. The reason is I sent my Apple watch, the review unit back, the one that I was using, the green one. Uh, and I had another one here still, um, you know, it's like, I got a lot of iPads still sitting around. A lot of them are in use. The Apple watches, I had an extra one and I gave it to somebody um, that was a family member. Sorry, I know a million people are like, Chris, can I have a free iPhone? No, um, but I did give it to a family member, this old Apple watch. And I had another one that I was gonna use, it's older. And I was gonna go back to it and just wait until the next one came out. Well, that one didn't turn on. So I'm watchless right now, and this isn't a good time to go buy one, right? Uh, we did have a sponsor who was like, hey, you know, we do watch stuff. Would, would you be interested in doing it? And, you know, as part of that, I'd probably end up getting another watch so I could show the video, make the video, you know. But anyways, I'm watchless, and it's been weird. And we're gonna get back to the watchOS 9 stuff here in a second. But one thing that I really miss is that I used to set the alarm for the silent alarm in the morning so that I wouldn't wake my wife up, or at least I wouldn't be as jolting, right, as an actual alarm on the iPhone. And I haven't had that here, and I've been sleeping in more, and I feel like way less productive, because I usually like to wake up an hour or two before everybody else and just have some you know, quiet, solid, steady work time before the day gets crazy. And I've really been missing out on that, and it really does come down to the Apple Watch. And here, let me mix this into the equation too. Uh, I've sort of been looking at, you guys aren't gonna believe this, like old school watches as well. Uh, because for, for, for the tech lover in me, I, there's also, I have an appreciation of like artwork type of things, design, really it comes down to design. Architecture, I really love great architecture. You know, a cool car, like there's something there. When something is designed and uh, it's, it's purpose built to excel for at what it is, in whatever the category, like that's really interesting to me, especially as a Christian. I know you guys may or may not, it's been a while since I did that special episode called OMG, he's a creationist, uh, responding to that biology student. But good design is really appealing and interesting to me. And so, yeah, and it's not that the Apple Watch isn't 
you know, highly designed. It, it is, and for what it is, it's really cool. But I've kind of been flirting around with the idea of looking at some some cool old school watches. I don't know how that would work in because if I do have another Apple Watch, which I do use all the time, like I use it all the time. I don't right now for the last two weeks, but normally, you know, setting reminders and just it's weird not getting an update on my wrist when somebody's at my doorbell, you know, and I don't see the picture or, or a camera alert or I can't respond to somebody that way. There's just all these little things that I've noticed uh, when I haven't had it that it's like, wow, now I really appreciate how much I was using it. A year and a half, two, three years ago, I would have been like, why would anybody want, you know, especially if it's going to cost a lot an old school watch when there's the Apple watch. But there's part of me that kind of appreciates this old school timepiece thing in a way that with the Chris of a few years ago just couldn't or wouldn't. And uh, I've actually been doing some research on some different watch brands just to see if there's not something out there that I might like. Man, how do you guys even listen to this podcast? I ramble so much. So watchOS 9. Last year's watchOS 8 update uh, was available for everyone running a Series 3. If you have a Series 4 or later, I think you're going to be fine getting the 2022 update, whatever it is. And maybe the Series 3 might even get one more year here. Squeeze that in. TVOS 16, that's interesting to think about, right? I don't really see Apple getting up on stage and uh, really talking about TVOS. I think they would talk about their their content, their TV content. But the actual operating system, I don't know if anything is going to be super exciting or enough to like get an announcement on stage but i suppose they could update things like the siri capabilities uh there's some multi-user recommendation type of integrations that might get made it sounds like from the rumors there have been some rumors of a new home pod like a big one uh to replace the old one that was discontinued that we just talked about a few episodes ago was actually selling for a lot more than its actual retail price recently after it got discontinued there have been rumors that apple's gonna make some kind of HomePod slash iPad hybrid device, kind of like Google and, and Amazon, uh, where you have the speaker, you know, with the good sound, but it's glued to a screen. Um, it's just supposed to kind of sit on your, you know, kitchen countertop or something like that. I don't know. There could be some interesting stuff coming for HomeOS. Um, I'd welcome it because I like having cool stuff in the house, right? And not just thinking about uh, phones and tablets. Some of my smart home gadgets are some of my favorite gadgets, like the sprinklers. If somebody next to me is like throwing a party and they're all walking through the grass, you know, oh, zone six, turn that on, you know. Uh, <laughs> what else? I like my smart home security system. You know, that's been great. Uh, there's several things that I couldn't imagine the house without. So, yeah, I mean, improvements there would be excellent. Again, I think it's a big toss up, big wild card. Are we going to see? quote unquote reality OS, any of the AR VR stuff. I don't know, but I'm glad that I'm going to be there in person. That should be very exciting. I hope there's something big that's really memorable and be like, I was there in person because I can't really imagine what it would have been like to be at an old school, you know, Steve Jobs keynote where he announced something huge. Uh, That would have been awesome. I don't, you know, I don't know if there will ever be another event that really compares to that in my mind. Are we maybe going to see some sort of new iMac too, like an iMac Pro? I don't know. That could almost be interesting to me. I'm excited though. Um, This is going to be fun. The weather looks like it's going to be pretty nice. It's going to be cool to see some old friends and acquaintances from the last WWDC that I went to, which has been a while, right? People come from all over the world to this and it's just, it's fun. And and this is honestly, this will be the first time I've been on Apple's campus. I don't know if you guys realize this, but the visitor center there, it's not on the actual campus. It's right across the road and you can't even see the spaceship building very well 
from the visitor center because there's all these big pine trees blocking it off. And so the visitor center is just sort of this architectural extension of the campus, which is cool, but really it just feels like another Apple store, a cool one. But we've all had the opportunity probably, or many of us to just go to an Apple store. And that's just kind of what that feels like, except with Nitro Coffee. I assume they still have that. You know I'm going to grab some of that. So I'm really excited to um, actually get to go into the Steve Jobs Theater. A lot of other YouTubers have been there. Um, I haven't. So yeah, that's a wrap for this episode, I think. Rambled enough. Thanks for hanging out, and uh, go check out the video if you haven't already. It's really good. I'm proud of it, and I think there's some good stuff for you uh, to help you get more out of that Apple Pencil. All right? Later.